outside? Should I run and hide? How do I take my company worldwide? Do you love the law? Did you watch Hee Haw? What's the weirdest thing that you ever saw? What's it like in court? Favorite sport? Can you help with my book report? Is my hair too long? Am I right or wrong? And do you mind if I sing along to anything? Ask Alan anything in the world. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, this episode of Ask Alan, the podcast. I'm Alan Crone, the CEO of the Crone Law Firm, and I am excited today because we have the brand new um, executive director of Light Memphis, uh, Larissa Gregory, with us. Uh, Larissa, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. Glad to be here. Uh, as I said to you off uh, off the uh, air or off the line or whatever, um, I love what you guys do. Um, we've had we featured uh, your organization on the show before, and we're we're stoked to do it again. Um, tell us a little bit about Light Memphis and what's your what what's your mission? Yeah, we're coming up on our tenth year of being here in Memphis, and our mission is to really equip um, African American and Latino students with twenty first century skills to create wealth and close that wealth gap that exists in our city. Um, and we really think that that comes by building entrepreneurial skills and helping secure high wage jobs. Right. I mean, it's um, uh, it's a great it's great to focus on that because, uh, you know, a lot of people these days want to be entrepreneurs, uh, but they uh, just I mean, it's almost like saying, I, you know, I want to be an astronaut. But how do I how do I even start doing something like that? Yeah. So like, what are the skills that I need? What are the intangible, intangible things that I need to know to get started? And that's exactly what we do with and for students through direct workshops, through community workshops, through our youth entrepreneurship program and our innovation fellows program. And it's not just like a one-stop shop. It's a wraparound of services that follow students for eight years. And so really making sure that they're not just equipped with what to do, but how to do it, why they need to do certain things so that they can secure those high wage jobs and or start their own business themselves. How um, how do you identify uh, potential students to join the program? Yeah, so we do recruitment efforts in the community. We go into schools. We go into community centers. We partner with different local organizations um, to present workshops during their um, programming just to share about Light Memphis and to find students that are interested. Um, you know, there's so many different programs in our city that it's really just getting out there and talking with kids and talking with their families and sharing what we do and seeing if it's a good fit. Uh, is there a specific profile of uh, of student that uh, that you're looking for, or is it just desire and uh, uh, interest that is the qualifier? Desire and interest is definitely a qualifier, but we are looking to serve students that have been historically marginalized. And in our city, to close the wealth gap, that's um, targeting African-American students and Latinx students. And so we definitely look for desire. We definitely look for students that want to be held accountable to high expectations and want to learn new things. We want kids that are excited. We want students and young entrepreneurs that are excited to pursue their dreams of having their own business. 
but we also are targeting students that have been historically marginalized. And in our city, that's African-American students and Latinx students really working to build up those skills that um, have to be present in order to access funding and to um, be in front of boards and to um, request different things and learn different skills that um, can help close that that wealth gap here in our city. And that's not um, an it's not an academic pursuit, right? I mean, uh, you've got uh, students that have launched products and have have uh, businesses that are starting to scale. Oh, absolutely. We have students that have been highly successful in launching their own businesses. Um, we've been able to partner with other organizations locally to support their seed funding, um, such as Epicenter and some other local organizations. But yes, definitely have students that have products on the shelf. Um, right now, we're located over at Aero Creative is where our office space is. And in that space, we have students that have dog treats on shelves. We have students that have artwork that's hung up. We have students that have storefront space. So definitely, it's not just something conceptual. Um, it's actual product on actual shelves that are being sold. Can you uh, can you brag a little bit on some of the your current students and give our folks a, an idea about the kind of businesses that uh, that come out of uh, Light Memphis? Yeah, so right now we're just starting up our fall cohort. They're going into the third week of programming. We have 39 students that are registered with this cohort from all over our city, from all different walks of life. Um, and we are really excited to begin to hear about their ideas. Now, they're in the very early stages of coming up with ideas. They're learning the differences between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset and some of those intangible skills that need to be talked about before you just stand up in front of pitch night. Now, what's pitch night? That's when we're going to actually see what our students have come up with, what our young entrepreneurs have come up with during their programming. And that comes up in December. Um, so some of the ideas that I've heard rumbling so far during our programming has to do um, with starting a clothing line, has to do with supporting um, young mothers with daycare opportunities, has to do with face care, and has to do with skin care, and different things that our students feel like there's a need in our city for those types of businesses. But as the program goes on, I imagine that those ideas are going to change and they're going to become things um, that have logos and that have uh, brands and vision behind them to really meet needs in our city. So, you know, everything is pretty conceptual right now, but come December at pitch night, when students are sharing with the community what they've come up with, I'm, I'm telling you, you all are gonna be impressed with what they come up with. Well, that, uh, that does sound exciting. Um... Talk a little bit about Pitch Night. Uh, I've talked to some folks that have participated in that. And as you say, they uh, to a person, they uh, they rave about how impressive uh, the uh, the projects are, that it's not, uh, this isn't a situation where somebody says, comes in with pie in the sky dreams. They come in with a business plan. Uh, tell us about, about that. Yeah, they come in with a detailed, detailed business plan. And that is the 
um, culminating event, if you will, for the 16-week program that our students go through to truly become those young youth entrepreneurs. And during that pitch night, they're going to do exactly that. They're going to pitch their business and they're going to share their business plan of who they're going to serve, how they're going to serve that specific demographic, how you can access them. They're going to have a logo. They're going to have a headshot. They're going to have um, their Instagram or they're going to have a website, things that can be accessible. But people will be able to see the product. They will be able to see the product really of the 16 week program um, and really just celebrate with the students the work that they have accomplished and be able to begin to dream with them about how to purchase and different things of that nature. So we really look forward to um, pitch night as we prepare students across those 16 weeks of programming. How many cohorts do you have in a year? We have two cohorts in a year. Uh, we have a fall cohort and we have a spring cohort and we're already accepting applicants for our spring cohort. Um, and we had to wait list some students that applied for our fall cohort, but there wasn't space. And so we really think that um, bringing kids through in cohorts gives them an opportunity to learn from their peers, to see that there's other people, other students across our city that have the same dreams and hopes as they do to become young entrepreneurs and close that wealth gap. We also have workshops, which is another part of Light Memphis that maybe isn't spoken about as much. But those workshops are made available throughout our city um, on different topics to help students be prepared to be entrepreneurs or to take those high wage jobs. Um, so those workshops happen with partners uh, such as bridge builders, um, with community centers locally. And then we also are starting up a pilot with the Hickory Hill Community Center, seeing what the interest is for programming at the eighth grade level. And so getting students in before they get to high school. Um, and so we're really excited about that as well. Yeah, sometimes it's just a matter of giving people, um, I call it a, a view above the, their horizon, you know, right. uh, and if they can see what's possible, uh, then their own creativity and innovation can uh, can fuel them for a long time. Yeah, it's definitely there. And I, I tell you, there's good, good ideas in the minds and hearts of our students here in Memphis. And, you know, I think you're pointing to exposure and I think exposure matters. And um, one way to provide exposure for our students is through our mentors. Um, so we're always looking for great mentors uh, to come alongside because mentors play a huge part in sharing the, the journey that they've had in their business or in their job and their expertise um, during our Sunday programming, which is when we meet, we meet on Sundays. Um, there's three different sessions that students have the opportunity to be a part of on those Sundays. But during that time, mentors are meeting with them, they're sharing with them, they're pushing their thinking, they're helping them come up with concise and clear business plans. Um, and so if anyone, I'm gonna do a plug here, Alan, if anyone sure. is interested, in being a mentor, if you have time on a Sunday, an hour or two, we would love, love, love to have you um, to share your expertise, to build up the skills in our students. Well, I, I, you and I haven't talked about this, but I'm going to volunteer right here. Um, and I encourage everybody to do so. Um, yes. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's one thing to, to, to write a check. And to, to help financially, which is which is important. Don't get me wrong, but those personal relationships uh, are 
just as important as the money, maybe more important than the money. So um, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And uh, so uh, offline, uh, uh, well, uh, tell me, tell me how I can um, join the mentor program and then uh, that'll tell everybody else who's interested how to do it themselves. Well, Alan, I'm going to sign you up myself okay. since we're right here. But for everybody else, you can go to lightmemphis.org and you can click on get involved and it has a drop down for mentors. And if you just want to click on that, you can fill out your information and then we'll contact you very, very soon. All um, right. we, we we just, we're putting the website address up. And um, uh, so yeah, please uh, uh, go to that if you can, if you can be a mentor uh, help a, a young person become successful. Uh, I, I guarantee you, if you do it, you will not regret it. Absolutely. I'm saying that before I've, I've, I've done the first minute. I just know how powerful it is. Yes, absolutely. Um, and like you said, mentoring with a student is absolutely needed um, and desired. Uh, giving financially is also great. Um, you know, coming alongside us to make the program happen. And so if there's interest in knowing how to donate, that lightmemphis.org is also a place to go and learn more how you can get involved in that way as well. All right, lightmemphis.org. Uh, if nothing else, check it out to see the great things that they're doing. Um, this, is how we, this is how we grow uh, the city. Um, the next Fred Smith, Timmons Wilson, uh, Robert Church, is uh, is out there, uh, and uh, uh, that's how we make our city great: is having great businesses grow up organically. Um, Memphians doing it, and it's uh, it's time that uh, more uh, folks get the opportunity, the exposure uh, to do that. Uh, who are from communities that um, just have not been served, not been elevated. So, uh, Larissa, I appreciate uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right now in our city, less than 2% of all business revenue is generated by African-American or Latinx business owners, yet we have 70% 70, 70 of our population being African-American or Latinx. And so it's our desire for businesses to be brought up in our city that look like our city and sound like our city um, alongside all of the other businesses that already exist as well. Yep. Absolutely. Well, let, let me talk about Larissa uh, Gregory for a second. Every superhero has an origin story. Tell me about yours. How did how did uh, you get to this work? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so my husband and I moved here um, almost 10 years ago. Uh, we moved here from Cookville, which is a small town uh, between Nashville and Knoxville. I'm a Knoxville native. My husband's from Nashville, but we met there. Um, and went to college, and we came here. Um, and yeah, Tennessee yeah. Tech, we did. Yeah, yeah we That's a great school. It is a great school. Um, got my undergrad there in psych and business marketing, and then got my graduate there in educational psychology and counseling. Moved to Memphis um, on a whim and uh, fell in love. And I think that's everybody's story. I hope it's everyone's story. Um, and not only did I fall in love with Memphis, but I accidentally fell in love with education. It was not my first choice. Uh, but when we got here, I got into a school over in Binghampton and just fell in love with being in the presence of kids and families and in our community. 
and so stayed there as the dean of students, went on to be a dean of students at another school in South Memphis um, and an assistant principal and just really, really enjoyed that work. And um, our youngest son, we have three boys, 11, nine, and our youngest son would have been three now. Um, but tragically, um, he lost his battle to some concurrent terminal illnesses in March. I'm sorry. Um, and about three years ago, I came out of education and started a consulting firm so that I could be close to him and his needs because we knew that his medical needs would be great. Um, and I wanted to be present for every day that I possibly could. And so during that time, started a consulting firm working with nonprofits and schools. Um, and after Houston passed, I had this reignited fire that I wanted to get back into the presence of schools and to be with kids and in our community. And so I started looking and I found Light Memphis and it felt like the right next step. And so with my background in education and in counseling and consulting, it seems like it's going to be a good fit. And I've been here, today's my month anniversary, Alan. Um, so, um, it seems like it's gonna be, be a good fit, but um, that's my journey of what's brought me here. And, you know, I've met a lot of kids, a lot of families, a lot of parents. I've seen a lot of things in our community. And as I look back over the thousands of faces, if you will, that I've seen in hallways and been in meetings with, in and out of our schools. I know that access matters. Um, I know that exposure matters to changing the trajectory um, of kids in our city. And so um, I'm excited. I'm excited of what's ahead um, for me personally, but more than that, I'm excited uh, for what's ahead for Light Memphis. Um, I think we have a great opportunity just for continued growth and impact in our city. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And we're, uh, as a native Memphian, I will uh, welcome you to, to Memphis. We're glad you you and your husband and children are here. And uh, I, always, I always love to hear, uh, particularly when we steal a quality person from East Tennessee, we can bring them to Memphis <laughs> and West Tennessee. Uh, I love that. So uh, yeah, we'll be here for a while. Now, now, next week we're uh, we're going to feature Cummins uh, Inc., which uh, I know just uh, through their charitable arm, Cummins Cares, um, just uh, announced a, a gift to uh, uh, to Light Memphis. Tell us a little bit about the the partnership between Light Memphis and Cummins. We are so grateful. Um, for the support that's coming from Cummins. It's a $450,000 grant to be spread out over three years. Um, and quite frankly, our work would not be able to be as effective in our city if it wasn't for generous um, support such as what's coming from Cummins. Um, the support of corporations such as them um, really helps us to be able to take a step back and think strategically about how we want to support students and how we want to support families um, and how we want to ultimately create um, students and future business leaders um, here in our city. So we could not say thank you more um, to Cummings for their generous support in that way um, and what it's going to enable us to be able to accomplish on behalf of students and programming. Well, I encourage everybody to look out for that episode uh, next week, and uh, we'll we'll uh, it 
we'll talk with them about about their commitment to like Memphis. And uh, it's a good model if you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, you're looking to give back uh, to the community. Uh, this is a this is a great way that uh, it's going to be aligned with your your business mission. And that's what I like about about it is that, um, you know, there are probably lots of things where I could volunteer that I've never done, you know, but right. I, I know about a business and, and hopefully I can give back a little bit and help somebody. And, um, you know, if if everybody out there um, just gave a little bit, uh, Larissa wouldn't know what to do with all the help but I, I'm sure she's, uh, would be willing to learn. So, uh, I would be willing to learn and figure it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very good. Well, Larissa, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Um, uh, I'm looking to uh, send me, you've got my email address, send me, uh, my marching orders to be a mentor and Will I'm do. looking forward to getting uh, involved. And, uh, I sure appreciate the work you're doing and the work that like Memphis and all the people, um, all the people that uh, are are working because I know you've got just a, a ton of folks that are that are helping you can always use more help but uh, uh, these sorts of things don't uh, are not successful uh, on their own it takes a lot of help to do it yeah absolutely thank you so much for having me on and you're exactly right we have a phenomenal staff that works incredibly hard every single day to make sure that students have what they need um and mentors and donors and all of those wonderful fantastic people behind the scenes so thank you so much and i look forward to having you as a mentor and i look forward to having additional mentors sign up as well can't wait all right so uh i want to thank everybody for listening consider giving an hour or two a week uh to some community effort uh if if we all did that uh it would be amazing uh the the transformation we would see in this city because uh, uh, all it takes is for good people to just do a little bit and you can you can change the world. Um, so uh, if you've enjoyed this, please share it on social media, email it to folks that you think might benefit from it. Email me, call our office, let us know if there are particular uh, topics or guests that you would like for us to uh, spotlight in the future. And uh, Larissa, uh, Gregory is going to go inspire uh, budding Memphis entrepreneurs, and I'm going to get some justice. <laughs>